Trish, I got a proposition for you. What's your proposition? Let's take our team. Right. Let's get them to the biggest game of the year. Got it. And let's score three points. Sounds like a fantastic plan. That's what the Rams did. It can't go wrong. It <laughs> can't go wrong, huh? Nah. And we're even going to hold the Patriots to only 13 points. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that was the worst Super Bowl. <laughs> lowest I have scoring, ever right? Seen. Lowest yeah, scoring in lowest history. Lowest scoring in history. Interesting. It beat out Super Bowl seven, in which there was twenty-one combined points scored. I yep. believe that was the record before. Sixteen combined points. Yeah, I. It's kind of brutal to watch. It was hard, <laughs> but it was really fun. Like, uh, I won. Yeah, you won money. Not, our prop bets didn't win. Not actually, no, not one. None, one. none of them, if you paid attention. So. Well, this is another episode of Too Many Men. This is our Super Bowl recap edition. Uh, no John. No, John's dead. No Zach. Zach's not dead. He's at college. Just Trish. Hey. And my brother Tom. Hey. Who was there to watch the game as well. It was awful. Now, before we get into our in-depth analysis. I want to talk about the bubble bowl. The what? The bubble <laughs> bowl. All right, just give me a... I'm very upset. No, don't, nothing else matters. They fucked us. And you know it. Okay, give me a second here. No, what? So, uh... Zach Taylor's the new head coach of the Bengals. Oh. And uh, what's that guy? What's Flores. What's his first name? I don't know. Well, he's the new head coach of the Dolphins. I'm going to say Martin. He's, nope. You sure? <laughs> That's not it, yeah. Martin? The guy, the guy who, the defensive coordinator for New England, who I want to say was the brains behind the whole Patriots defense, but it was Belichick, being the defensive-minded genius that he is. Well, he's the new head coach of the Dolphins. Holding the Rams to three points. Yeah. Wild. Now, before we get into this episode, I must tell you all that this episode is sponsored. Oh. Cool. We have sponsored episodes now. If you listened to us last week, you you heard that too. This episode is sponsored by the You're My Friend and I Trust You podcast. You listen to them yet? No, not yet. I have to. You got you to gotta get around to that. Yeah. Their, their show is born from a love of interesting and engaging conversation. Their hosts, Jordan and Donnie, sit down once a week to discuss anything and everything. It's basically like what we do only with sports. And they, they get into some uh, some pretty wacky stories, from how Donnie almost accidentally joined a cult, <laughs> to uh, Jordan spraying his best friend with bear mace. You just don't know what to expect. I feel like you'd do that to me. Yeah, I would, if I had the opportunity. <laughs> so subscribe to You're My Friend and I Trust You today on iTunes, Podbean, and Rose, wherever else you get your podcasts. Yeah. So let's let's dive into the lowest-watched Super Bowl since yeah. Super Bowl Forty Two. No, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. It was really not bad. a good game. Actually, before that, I want to make a public statement on behalf of the 21 Sports Podcast. We stand with Barstool Sports and the injustice yeah, done no. to this is ridiculous. Uh, Portnoy. Portnoy being My thrown God. out of the Super Bowl and then after being thrown out of the Patriots party in which owner Robert Kraft gave him exclusive tickets to. Yeah, no. That's bullshit. That is complete yeah. bullshit. The NFL are whiny bitches. Roger yeah. Goodell in general. Roger Goodell's an idiot. Because they saw somebody who opposed them, and they tried to hurt them as much as they could. <laughs> but <laughs> if anything, it made Barstool more popular. No, I love how he's handling it. I, I absolutely love the poise he's showing. Like, granted, he did go limp. He went boneless on the security guards when he was being dragged out of well, the Well, it's not like he was just going to start fighting. No, I know. No, he, he handled it well. He handled it the way I would have handled it, except they wouldn't have been able to get me out. Yeah, because you're heavy. Yes. You're really, you're really big. That's the point. Yeah. But I think that the way he's reacted since then is hysterical. He's just like, yeah, all right, I got thrown out. But do you understand how much news coverage you're giving me right now? He's like, this would have been nothing. Now it's on all of the news outlets. It's in the paper. It's everywhere because you're stupid. 
He's like, if you would wanted to just find me, fine. I would have paid a fine. Like, I don't care. But no, you felt the need to drag me out of the Super Bowl when I wasn't bothering anybody. Did you see the video, too? Which one? The one of him getting dragged out? Yeah, when, yeah. when they first started dragging him out. The guy filming was like, I'll explain later. I'll explain later to all the yeah. people around him. He's like, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what happened later. Don't worry about it. Then one guy was like, you can't stand here. He's like, I'm standing in the concourse. I'm allowed to stand here and record you doing this. Yeah, right? Like, you can't stop me. That was ridiculous. So that, that's... That's the NFL just, you know, trying to trying to get their way. Yeah, and he paid five grand for a ticket. Yeah. What? Yeah, I... How are you going to kick somebody out? You paid five grand to be I don't, there. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, <laughs> like... It's the NFL just trying to throw their weight around a bit, and... Uh, it's not working. It's not working. No one cares. So, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about this game a little bit. All right. Trish, I'm going to ask you, how many points per game do you think the Los Angeles Rams averaged this year? 30. 32.9. Wow. They scored three. Yeah. How many yards per game do you believe <coughs> they averaged this year, Trish? Oh, God. Uh, 300? 421.1. Wow. This game, they, they guess how many yards they had, Trish? 200. 260. Oh. Good Lord. Oh, man. This was a very uncharacteristic game. Passing yards, they averaged 281 a game. For both teams, I feel like, though. It wasn't just the Rams that sucked. The well, Patriots sucked we'll get just there. as bad. How many total yards do you think the Patriots had? I don't know, but I know Edelman was tearing it up. He, they had 407 total yards. Really? Yeah. Wow. And only one touchdown. Yeah. That's wild. And they only had one more drive than the Rams did. That's sad. So let's... Well, the Rams did punt eight straight. Yeah. 198 passing yards for the Rams, but the really shocking statistic there is 62 rushing yards. For the Rams offense, and Todd Gurley, only 10 carries for 35 yards, and he was their leading rusher, I believe, yeah. Yeah, no, Todd, they didn't play him until the second half, which I feel like was smart, he was well-rested, but it just didn't do what they wanted it to. No, let's, let's be honest here, Tom Brady was average at best. This yeah. Game. yeah. And they still won by 10 points. He looked he looked a lot like Brady, uh, not Brady, I'm sorry, he looked a lot like Manning did towards the end. Like Peyton? Peyton. I think a lot of that was just the Rams defense because he he hadn't played this bad the, bad he did enough to win but yeah. he hadn't played like this the whole season no yeah no he's he's definitely better I'm just saying like this game to me was very reminiscent of when the uh, Broncos won what 2015 the last time we won when they beat Carolina no 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 when they beat uh was that the Super Bowl against Carolina? yeah they beat yeah yeah. Yeah, was that 2015? Either 2014 or 2015. I think it was 2015. But that, this game reminded me of that where the defense won the whole game. Yeah. Like, they, without the defense... 20, 2015. There. Yeah, it was 2015. I know they won in 2015. Uh, 2016. Was Tw- it, the no, 2015, 2015 season. Because this was Super Bowl 53 and it was in 2019. So 52 was in 18, 51 right. was in 17, and right. 50 was in 16. That's the one they won. Okay. Yeah. So it was the 15th season, the yeah. 16th Super Bowl. But that, like, this game just reminded me of that because, like, the quarterbacks tried it as they might. They just didn't, they couldn't do anything because the defense was just right there. So the final stat line for Brady was 262 yards passing, one interception, 21 for 35. Didn't quite hit that eight completion mark you wanted, <laughs> even though you didn't bet on it. You know what? What was the odds on the 21? I wonder. Like, was it, like, even? Yeah, it was decent. Once you got up that high, it was, like, decent odds, like, plus 100, plus 200. Yeah. Uh, Sony Michelle, 94 yards uh, and 18 touches and a touchdown. Some would say an MVP snub. 
I don't think just so. because he had the touchdown to win the game? I don't think so. I think the MVP is more about who, if they weren't there, you wouldn't have won. And that whole drive, you know damn well they well, were on Edelman's back. How many yards do you believe Edelman finished with? I don't know, like probably 100. 141. Yeah. 10 so, catches. Which is more than like anybody else in the whole team. And the leading receiver on the Rams, how many yards do you think he had? Like 15. 120. Really? Wow. Yeah. Brandon Cooks had 8 receptions for 120 fuck? yards. How Jared Goff threw for 279 yards. Uh, 229 yards. Dude, Sorry. this game should not have... No, there's no reason why this game should have been 13-3. There were turnovers. Did you? I, I heard this, that in the MVP voting, not one player on the New England defense got an MVP vote. Wow. Not a single one? Nope. How? Not even the guy who had the interception and forced the fumble. They the Rams to three. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> what? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, you have a team that's been regularly scoring over 30 points a game, and now they come into the Super Bowl, the biggest show of shows. Three points. Three points. <laughs> now, let's talk about this. This, right. was, this was the perfect game. The Patriots picked the last game of the year to play the best defense. Yeah. Their best defense of the year. Yep. Bill Belichick has constantly been able to change the philosophy of this team throughout the course of the season from being a passing team when they had Josh Gordon and Gronk and everybody and Edelman. Gronk was healthier than what he is now. And then it, they were... think Gronk's last year? I think so. I think he'll be back. Really? Yeah. But he was able to... The coach, coach Belichick was able to change the ideology from a run-based heavy team, which they still were, to we're going to rely a lot on our defense here to make stops. Well, Belichick loves defense. Everyone knows that. Well, yeah, but this might have been the best defensive performance in Belichick's career with the Patriots. I mean, yeah. You, they. I don't think they faced a team that was averaging 30-plus no, points. The, the Chiefs and the Rams were otherworldly this year. Exactly. So it was just – I don't think they've ever faced a team that had this big of a, a dick coming into the game, just swinging it around and everybody, yeah. and then they just were impotent the whole game. Well, <laughs> like, like they couldn't slap anybody in the face with it anymore because – you got shut down everywhere you were going. It was just there was somebody there. This, I mean, if the Rams picked a really bad time here. So it's not even that the offense couldn't. It's not because of a little bit is is play calling, but a lot of it is just the defensive scheme. Was, yeah, no, I I'm not saying I don't think it was Goff's fault. No, I think no. Goff played extremely well considering it was his first time at the Super Bowl. He's really young. I think the coach did pretty well, considering he's also really young, 34. Two. Yeah. 32? 32, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they're both ex- – like, that coach is old enough that he would still be playing in the NFL if he was yeah. a player. So I think given the circumstances, this was a good first showing. I think they're going to be back here maybe next year, maybe two years from now, because the way they just played – I mean, three points is shitty. But – the performance in the Super Bowl was really well. Like they, their they defense tr- showed up. Yeah, they tried but their best. It just didn't work out. It, it's not often you'll hear a coach come out and say after the game, "I got out coached," and it's not often you'll hear players on the losing side after the game come out and say, "They did things we have never seen before." Yeah, we studied the tape from every game this season. They did not do that once, which makes you believe. How much time does Belichick need to come up with something that no other team's seen before this season? Probably not a lot. I'm going to guarantee he sat down for Because like... think about it. He probably had a week to plan it. Yeah, and then yeah. a week to practice it. Yep. It only took him a week. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. He probably sat down 
with all of his defensive coaches, coordinator, everything. Said, what can we do? Yeah, what can we do that they haven't seen? What can we do that no team has seen yet <laughs> so we can win this fucking game? We need to shut this offense down. I feel like he watched tape for hours of the Rams playing and just studied the way they played, studied the players on that team, figured out how to get under their skin, how to get into their heads, like basically just mentally fucked them the whole game. Like the whole whole week he had to plan and then just came out and was like, all right, here's how we're going to defeat them. Belichick's one of the only damn coaches who will – Make it look like they're showing blitz with like six safeties in the box, and then just six drop players in the it. box, and the safeties will blitz, and the linemen will go back into coverage. And you're yeah. like, "Well, wait, what? Who, who else would think to do that? I mean, like more coaches are now, but who, yeah. who do you think started it? No, yeah, that was that was wild. So, and that was that. I I feel bad for Goff because that was hard to play against. Like yeah. to see that and have to think on your feet, and the fact that he was able to get as many yards as he got throwing like that. Two, good. two plays in the game stand out to me. The one pass to Gronk where it just Gronk like wheeled out to the sideline and up and and Brady just laid the most perfect pass over Gronk's shoulder right into his hands. That's what Brady does. Yeah, and then he yeah. threw another one like that to Edelman. But I'm convinced for everybody who says now this is just one game, but could you have started Brian Hoyer the backup to Tom Brady and won this game? Probably. Based yeah. on the way just the defense played? Yeah. yeah. Well, mm, I don't know. Because the Rams defense also showed up. And they showed up. Well, big. yeah. No, based on the way the Patriots defense played. It's hard no, to I, figure. I'm, I'm saying, like, you couldn't have put the backup quarterback in this position because the Rams defense was, like, overwhelming. Yeah. And I think Brady's experience in this game and playing for, yeah. you know, 20 years almost or whatever. So, like, he... He knew what to do. He knew what to look for. He he kind of just picked out every play. And I think there was a lot of Brady going on in that offense, going down that field. It was a lot of Brady's skill and his just poise in that situation. So we've seen Brady now beat the greatest show on turf in that old Rams team. Yep. We've seen him beat Steve Smith in the Carolina Panthers. We've seen him beat Donovan McNabb in the Philadelphia Eagles. We've seen him beat... Russell Wilson and that whole Legion of Boom defense, even though it basically came down to his defense winning the game at the end. We've seen him beat. We've seen him come back down 28-3. We've seen him now take. I'm talking about Belichick and Brady. I'm seeing these two guys take the one of the best offenses in NFL history, twice now, and shut them down. Yeah. Now they shut down the greatest show on turf back in either 01 or 02 when they met in the Super Bowl. But it, they still scored touchdowns. They shut this Rams team down to three points. Yeah. So, why why should we just sit here and believe that Belichick can't just do this again? Oh, he's gonna. I I, I wholeheartedly believe, believe that we're gonna see them again <clears throat> next year, and that will be what five Super Bowls in six years. Yeah, I. Like this team. This pairing is something special, and we're never going to see it again. No, this is the greatest head coach quarterback combo in NFL history. And uh, so the Patriots went through three out of the four best teams in the league. The only team up there that didn't go through was the Saints. They went through the Chargers, the Chiefs, and now the Rams. So that's just. Uh, 
the the Patriots are never afraid of just changing players because it doesn't matter. You literally plug anybody in there. I mean, Rex Burkhead went in there and did well against yeah. the Rams defense. Let's take a look at just some of their free agents going into this season. Um, you got Steven Goskowski, the kicker. He's the currently the highest paid player is about to be free agent. He missed. He missed one. <laughs> he made two big ones. He did. No, listen. I was very happy with what that, how that game turned So Cordell out. Patterson, I expect him to be back uh, on a pay cut. Uh, same with Chris Hogan, uh, Danny Shelton, because all these players take pay cuts to go back to the Patriots and, and win another Super Bowl. Now the Rams, on the other hand, is a different story. They have a few um, high-profile free agents going into free agency. It's going to be interesting to see whether or not they can re-sign them or somebody like Ndamukong Sue leaves to pursue. I'm saying he would probably win a championship in L.A. maybe next season. He'd at least get there again. It'd be a strong possibility. But would he want to go to a team that's really starving for somebody on the defensive line like a KC where you feel like he might have a better chance? It's, it, it, it's yet to be seen. Um so let's just take a, some, a look at some of the Rams free agents. We got Ndamukong Sue, Lamarcus Joyner, Roger Saffold, their their guard, Dante Fowler Jr., and Dominique Easley, just to name a few. There's some big names there. C.J. Anderson's a free agent, but I, I expect him to come back. Isn't yeah. the running back also up for uh, an extension? Uh, Todd Gurley said he's not going to sign his extension until I think Le'Veon Bell signs his extension. Yeah, he wants to see he's what, waiting for how Le'Veon much to Le'Veon set the market. Paid. Um, I, although I don't know. Do you really think Todd Gurley deserves as much as Le'Veon Bell? I think so. Yeah, I think he's the best running back in football. Really? Despite his Super Bowl performance, he still put up big I numbers think, during the but season. But he also just got injured. It's f- we think affected. he's injured. We, th- The Rams haven't said he's injured, but you saw him out there running. He didn't look right. No. He, there has to be some kind of injury, major injury, that prevented him from playing well basically since, what, week he 15? He wasn't practicing. No. A lot. Like, how are you going to tell me that's not an injury? Like, so he's injured. Sean McVay tried to pull a Belichick and uh, keep him off the injury report yeah. and not say anything about it. But but he was fucked up. Yeah. And then, and you it, saw it. And that's why they didn't play him in the first half. Gurley should be getting the bulk of the carries, and when he's not, you just have to assume something's wrong, and it looked like something was wrong. But what do we know? We are merely just people watching TV and now talking about it on our podcast three days later. We're professionals, <laughs> all right? Yep. So um, the Super Bowl was anticlimactic. The At biggest, the, the most exciting play of the game was Johnny Hecker's longest punt in Super Bowl history. That was insane. I didn't think that was the longest punt until they said it. I mean, up until it wasn't even that. Up long until that punt. touchdown, that was the best play of the game. Yeah. Like I wanted, like if somehow the Rams won, like six three, he should have been the MVP. The punter. That punt. Yeah. No, for all his punts. Yeah. Well, he, he punted fucking like what twelve times. Yeah. It was. Uh, it's, ridiculous. This, I mean, this looked like a preseason game. Like, yeah, it really wasn't good. It's just... But, I mean, defense. Was, defense wins championships. It was awesome. Like, if you're a fan of defense and football, it was an awesome game. For all game. Ravens fans, Giants fans, Listen, Patriots I love, fans, teams I love that defense. built on defense. This is, this is fun. Yeah, I love defense and football. I think there should be more of it. I think that team, a lot of teams don't focus enough on defense, and that's why they're not winning Super Bowls. That's why they're not going to the playoffs like, like the Patriots do because you got to focus on defense. And when you're watching a defense like what Belichick put out there, it's awesome. It's just really fun to see how all these different – like just – to think of some of the things that this guy did, it 
it just baffles the mind. It's so cool. To me, like, this this was this was Belichick's greatest season coaching because from changing game plans week to week, from playing the Chargers and beating them, from playing a shootout type of game against KC and beating them, and then playing a defensive battle against the Rams and beating them. Do you think that this was better than his perfect season? That was defeated in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I. This yeah. is, a, I mean, his best ro- the year the Patriots had their best roster, they didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. They always win the Super Bowl with not their best roster. Well, that's, I feel like that's part of the system, though, because it's a very system team. Yeah. Like, you could basically plug anybody into this team, and they're going to do decent. Rex Burkhead. Exactly, Rex Burkhead. Thomas said, like, four words, and just brought out Rex Burkhead. <laughs> but think about it. Tom Brady is a Philly special. A David Tyree miraculous catch that no Patriots fans was not luck. And a... Hmm. If Gronk was healthy, he would have caught that ball in Super Bowl 46. Remember the Edelman catch? So he would have been he would have been 9-0 in Super Bowls if it weren't for the three plays. Remember the Edelman catch? Yes, I remember the Edelman catch. That was dope. He would have been 9-0. Well, right now he's, what, 6-3? and three? Yeah. That's but you got to remember, he's also... He's also a Marshawn Lynch rushing touchdown. Yeah. And a actual Atlanta Falcons second half defensive performance away from being four and five at the Super Bowls. Yeah. yeah. I mean one of the most obvious plays in my opinion in Super Bowl history was the Marshawn Lynch run where they threw it over the middle. You got the best running back in the league. Not even just the best, the most physical. And the guy who says we need a yard. Go fucking get it. And he can. We're on the yard line. The one yard line. You just hand him the ball and he's going to fucking get it. All you got to do is just go here and he'll just pound through everybody. He'll pound through his own guys to get in that end zone. It's like, what was the thought process? And on you it? had two more downs. Yeah. It wasn't like you were on fourth down and you needed to throw it to try to confuse. No. You were on like second or first down, weren't they? See the first or I think it was second down. Even if you were on second, you have fucking Marshawn Lynch right there. Just go boop and then there he goes. And then he. It, he doesn't get it. He has another shot. Here you go. Oh, he didn't get it again. All right. Let's fucking th- try to throw it to the yeah. corner or something. Like, he had two tries one yard away, and you threw it over the top and fucking gave it to uh, to the Patriots to win. So, uh, first, let's look at just the matchups. The matchup battles one more time. Look at the stats. Uh, first downs, the Patriots had 22 opposed to the Rams 14. Yeah. The Patriots only ran eight more plays than the Rams, and the time of possession was pretty even with – well, it wasn't even. Uh, 33 minutes, 26 minutes. That's yeah. not even that big of a swing because you see some games where it's like 41 minutes to, to 19. Yeah. So, uh, and penalties hurt the Rams too. Nine penalties for 65 yards. That's not something you want, especially when the Patriots, who don't commit penalties, only had three penalties for 20 yards. And the biggest uh, thing about this was the Rams didn't run a play in the red zone. Yeah. That's amazing. I remember when the Patriots were in the red zone going to score their first touchdown. Only touchdown. First time of the night that a team is yeah. in the red zone. Patriots were one it for was one like in the, the red zone. Third. Was I was it. like, how the fuck is this the first trip to the red zone? Dude, this I never want to see a Super Bowl like this. Again. I I want to see a little more scoring. I'm conflicted. Like I like defensive Super Bowls, like Super Bowl forty two, it was seventeen fourteen, but it came down to offense at the end. And even, I'm just saying the Giants won. Super Bowl 46 was 21-17. Not completely high scoring, but enough scoring and enough defense that it's a nice mix. You got best of both worlds, no matter if you're a purist or 
an offensive enthusiast. Yeah, but would you rather a game like Rams KC? Fifty-two <laughs> yeah, points. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Wild. Where's the defense? Yeah. Even last year's Super Bowl, where's the defense? It, it was yeah. it was high score. What was it? Thirty-five something. What was the score of last year's Super Bowl? Uh, Forty-one thirty-three. Yeah. Uh, was it forty-one? I thought it was forty-two thirty-six. Oh. Yeah. It was. Oh. Speaking of scores, nobody's score was predict, uh, correct. No. We all. Nobody was we even close. We hired. Yeah. So um. Yeah. It was forty-one thirty-three. That's a high-scoring Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, no, that is. And to go from that to this is just now. Wow. Let's just uh, let's just talk about the ratings real quick. Is there any kind of cause for concern here? Uh, I just feel like it was a lot of people turning the game off because of the way it was and not really tuning back till the end. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's more of like because this was the lowest watched Super Bowl since F- Super Bowl Forty Two. Which I don't even understand why that was a low watch Super Bowl because that had this the then eighteen and zero Patriots. Yeah, uh, this was just more of a. I think people are a little bored of the Patriots. I feel like that contributed to it. I also feel like there's not that big of a fan base in. In uh, L.A. Yeah, I feel like nobody in nobody in Louisiana watched this game because nobody wanted to. No. Yeah. I feel like nobody in St. Louis watched this game. And those are two kind of big markets you take out immediately. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like St. Louis was still there. They still like the Rams. Now, I, I think um, that next year's Super Bowl, you're going to have gonna get a little You're probably going to have higher ratings, especially if you have, let's say, KC in it. It's gonna, you're going to have ratings like you saw last year, which was the highest rated Super but Bowl But it also history. depends because if Goodell doesn't, like, I feel like a lot of this. I feel like a lot of people are also turned off by the whole, um, what happened in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, call, so yeah. that that was a little ridiculous. Uh, you know, a lot of people felt they they were robbed of a real Super Bowl between uh, Breeze and Brady. Yeah, Breeze and Brady. That would have been a nice matchup. I they, feel like they that would have been more I, high I scoring. I think a lot. Also, some of it might still be the residuals from Kaepernick. I feel like some people are still pissed off at the so. NFL for how they. Well, I think they would have been more pissed off last year. Yeah, because a lot of, that that wasn't that wasn't nearly as much as a storyline as it was last year. No, but also last year you had Philly in the Super Bowl and yeah. they won. So, so that was that was something to watch. CBS it was like the first says time. their telecast drew with 98.2 million viewers. That's down more than 5 million from last year to the lowest turnout since 2008. In 2008, it was 97.4 million. Yeah. It, also, you got to remember, like, the the ratings have steadily gone up a lot over the years, and I think a dip really isn't that big of a deal. Like, a... a I don't want to say little because it's a lot of people, but yeah. it's it's a little to the NFL. Well, let's let's just take a look here. Uh, this is courtesy of USA Today. This is some of the reasons they gave on why the viewership went down for the Super Bowl. The entire city of New Orleans and much of the state of Louisiana opted out. Uh, the viewer rating in New Orleans went from a 53.0 last year to a 26.1 this year. Cut it in half. Yeah. Uh, former fans of the St. Louis Rams also might have bailed on the game. Uh, ratings were down in Kansas City, as many Chiefs fans were upset. I can imagine. But the NFL booked Maroon were... Five for the halftime show. That was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. No, that was. Uh, I feel like a lot of people shut it off after the halftime show. Uh, America's board of the Patriots. Yeah. And the lack of uh, dedicated fan base really in Los Angeles. I don't know, cause I feel like yes, a lot of times when your team is in the Super Bowl, the ratings around where you live go up. 
But I feel like the Super Bowl is one of those games where a lot of people go, okay, this is the game. I'm going to watch it. It's not like the NHL or the NBA or any of those other sports where it's like a – or even the uh, uh, baseball. I can't think of the fucking – World a- Series. MLB. <laughs> the World Series. Yes, but I was trying to think of MLB. Um, even like those – every one of those sports, it's multiple game series. In the NFL – it's one game. Yeah. You tune into one game. It's one shit. You got to pay five million dollars to get an ad on the in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like it's it's because everybody tunes in to watch this one game, and I feel like that. You know, uh, this year people were a little disheartened in a lot of places, and that's probably why the ratings were down. They were upset with how the NFL handled a lot of things. People are still upset with Roger Goodell. People are upset with Roger Goodell for very good reasons, though, because he handles things horribly. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's the guy who handled the concussion thing. Back, uh, you ever see that movie, Concussion? Like, he, he's the same guy that said, oh, no, our players are fine, as they were killing yeah, themselves. Yeah, I mean. Like, so, I think Roger Goodell served his time, and he should be out. He's, he's not doing good. Well, he just signed an extension. I know he did, but so, he's not doing well as, an, as a fucking commissioner. He's shit. I... I don't think there's much cause for concern here. I no, think, I think that the NFL is so. You know what we need? We need a big market in the Super Bowl with a dedicated fan base. New Jersey. We need it. We need New York Giants, KC Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, Giants and Browns. Ooh. Ooh, that might actually the Brown. If a, if the Browns were in the Super Bowl, I feel like that would get a ton of viewers. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's the same as when their the first Eagles appearance. Went. They got a dedicated fan base. Yeah. It's the same as when the Eagles went. That's why the, there was an uptick. Because the Eagles have never won. <laughs> and now they won. So and Philly went nuts. So the NFL, the Super Bowl, was down from 103 million viewers last year. Which was down from the year before that of 111 viewers. That's in the United States. Uh, that's the a- average U.S. viewers. The total U.S. viewers. Uh, why is that? Why is that? Okay. Total U.S. viewers was 149 million this year. Okay, that's not. Yeah. But uh, that that there is no. Uh, that's half the population. There is no known statistic from the Super Bowl before that. The Super Bowl before that. Super Bowl 50 had a 167 million total United States viewers. 160 is over half. Yeah. Don't we have 300 million in the U.S.? Yes. Or 350. Maybe. I don't think it's four. Pretty sure it's three and change, but still, like it, the fact that you have one event getting half your country's population to tune in, and that's just an estimated number too, because I think they count each television set as two and a half people. Yeah. So sure, there's probably like ten thousand single viewers, but they're not counting the bars where there's thirty people exactly. in a bar, or the parties in a house like you had where there was fifteen of us all watching one TV. All the all these still completely overshadow. Every other sport. Yeah, you don't see viewings like this. Like, I think the most compatible viewership of uh, events are probably March Madness. Yeah. Because like, March let's, Madness let's compare, a lot of Let's compare it to the other leagues. The NHL last year, all six, all five games of the Stanley Cup Final had a combined around 40 million viewers yeah. in the United States. It's... Now, if you want to throw Canada into that mix, there might actually be more. Yeah, some kind of comparison. Uh, the NBA Finals took a big dip, but was still... Uh, 
pretty high. They're, they, I think it's also do they, they count? average seventeen million viewers a, a game. Do so they, they count? Ha- do they count streaming services too? They do. They do now, not earlier, because most streaming, most online streams of it were illegal. But now that it's legal, they actually get. Like I mean, because yeah. you have like I was able to watch the Super Bowl on my Amazon Fire Stick. I didn't. I came here, but. If I wanted to, I could have. It, like just like the presidential, yeah. the the State of the Union address, I, I could have watched that on my stick. So like, are they counting those as views? Because that's yeah. not on the TV. Yeah. Uh, and the World Series averaged 14 million viewers, which was a huge drop from the year before, where they averaged 18 million, and even the year before that, where they averaged 22 million. Yeah, baseball's on the decline. Yeah, viewership yeah. in baseball's on a big decline. They're We'll talk about it more on Friday, but they're talking about changing rules in baseball, and I believe it's for the better. What, what rules? Can um, you just give us a little hint. Yeah, we'll give you a little preview. Uh, <laughs> universal DH. Okay. And every pitcher has to pitch to at least three batters. That makes more sense. So you can't have a pitcher come in and pitch to one batter and come in for the yeah come out, which I, I'm I'm on board with because it helps move the game. So the Super Bowl was boring. Um, yep. But that's what I. This is what I get for picking against the Patriots this week. Hey, oh. hey, we haven't talked about the bubble bowl. All right. I'm very upset about it. Talk that. about it, man. All right, Tom. Yeah. Were you also upset by this? Yeah. They they posted a picture of Squidward on Twitter, letting everybody know, we're going to play that song you want to hear. It was the most upsetting And then they thing. started it with Squidward saying, a man who needs no introduction. And then it showed SpongeBob, and he was excited. And then the horns start, they're playing the beginning of the song, and then it cuts to fucking sicko mode. It's a tragedy. It's a cruel, sick joke. That was the best part of the Super Bowl until they cut to sicko mode. It was horrible. We wanted one thing. We asked one thing of you, NFL, and you couldn't fucking deliver. The NHL delivered. The NHL did deliver. Dallas Stars. Yeah, Dallas Stars yeah. delivered. They're, they're so blessing in disguise. Bill Belichick's still a coaching god. Yep. Mm. News flashed to everybody who didn't realize that. <laughs> um, in more football news, the Alliance of American Football starts Saturday. Let's go. Ooh. Can't wait for that. Excited. I'm why big, don't, why uh, do you think they're not playing on Sunday? You think because people don't want to stay up late? No, they're playing Saturdays and Sundays. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. So I'm a big fan of that. Uh, go Atlanta Legends. Go Memphis. Did you Express. hear they were thinking of doing the Super Bowl on a Saturday? What? So they were saying that they feel like part of the problem of the viewership of the uh, Super Bowl is that it goes really late on a Sunday night, and that a lot of people have to get up for work. I don't think that's stopping anybody. So no, but listen, this makes sense to me. That there are a lot of people who have work on Monday, so they don't want to stay up to watch the uh, Super Bowl on Sunday. So they were thinking about making it on a Saturday. I don't really think that's the problem. Like if it's a problem, no. But think about it. Even if you get an extra. You know, a million people, that still helps. Yeah, but if it's just a problem how late it goes, just start it at a bit of an earlier time. Yeah, but who's going to want to watch the Super Bowl at a 4 o'clock? Star already starts at 6. And it ends at 10.30. This Super Bowl went fast. It felt like it went fast. Yeah. It felt like it went fast. It felt like the clock never stopped. Yeah, well, that's because it just kept turning over and turning over. There was never really a lot of, you know, touchdowns. 17.2 million people. What do you think those people did? That's the number I'm giving you. 17.2 million people. Did, did they have a giant flash mob? They m- called out sick. I did that. The Monday after the Super Bowl. See, they didn't pull yeah. me. 
Make it 17.201. Because I did that. I will be sure to call Fox. <laughs> yes, a lot of people do call out. But imagine it, the, the people who can't. People who work in retail. Or people who work at jobs where they don't let you call out sick. And if you call I don't, out I don't sick, think the, the game on a, on a Sunday really on a, affects that much. Yeah, I know. But the NFL was just saying maybe we'll do it on a Saturday next year. Um, not next year, but like a couple years down the line. They'd have to look way down the line. They'd have to look at least to Super Bowl 58 where yeah. it's not scheduled yet. Six years down the line, whatever. But it's, you know, that's just an idea that the NFL was throwing around trying to see if people would like that. Because they're always trying to figure out how they can get more yeah. viewers. Always, every sport is trying to figure out how can we get more people to watch. Well, that's, uh, that's going to wrap up this episode. Yeah. We've done all, all our right. Super Bowl coverage. No more talking about the NFL now until at least the draft. Oh, but we're going to talk or about Or free agency in March. Um, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes for winning the NFL MVP award. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Tom, who's the Defensive Rookie of the Year? Uh, was it Derwin James? I, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. It was either him or Darius Leonard. Why are we giving two options here, Tom? This is the only reason why I had you on. That's the only reason? Yeah, because you know... You, I thought you knew this. I think it's Derwin James. Um, hmm. Wow, Tom. You really... Uh, you screwed the pooch, buddy. Yeah. You didn't say a word. Derwin the James. Whole show. Derwin James. And then, I think. And then the second we came to you... For no, it was Darius Leonard. Run. It was Darius Leonard. Between Darius Leonard, Bradley Chubb, and Derwin James. Darius Leonard won. So... Friday on the show, we're going to be talking trades, uh, both NHL and NBA. Talking about the moves made today in the NBA, the Tobias Harris trade, getting traded from L.A. to Philly. We'll have uh, John here, hopefully, to go in depth on that trade. Talk about the NHL, Brian Boyle, New Jersey Devils forward, being traded to Nashville. Sad, but we got good stuff. And uh, we'll talk about if there is any kind of move made regarding Anthony Davis. So it's be sure to be a good episode. Don't forget, don't miss it. Um, new episodes now will be coming every Tuesday and Friday. Yeah. Big change here at the show. Uh, no reason to have a Thursday episode now with no Thursday Night Football because that's really what we were covering anyway yeah. on Thursdays. So we're going to end every episode like we do with some hot takes. Does anybody have one? It's tough no. now that, that football's Super over. Super Bowl 54. Browns-Giants. Heard it here first. Okay. Interesting move. Two teams that did not make the playoffs this year. Well, both go 11-5. and five. Wow. Well, my uh, hot take is going to be that we're going to see Brady and Belichick back in the Super Bowl next year, mainly because I have money on it. As do I now. $10 to win $200. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, it's not really a hot take that Anthony Davis won't get traded. It's uh, kind of a hot take. No, it's not. Um, <sighs> you can only say traded. To a team. You know, uh, Belichick? Yep. He's a good coach. <laughs> it's not a hot take, buddy. Okay. Give me a second here because I, I, football's over. Yeah. You got to make it about the NHL, the NBA, or baseball. The Atlanta Legends win the AAF championship in Las Vegas. Nah. Go Express. Go Legends. You're ridiculous for it and... Let's go Atlanta. Christian Hackenberg. Why? Why am I ridiculous for rooting to Atlanta? Because the only reason you're doing that is because they're geologically closer. Geographically. No, Geographic. he just likes Chris Sims. Or, and Chris Sims. Or Matt Sims is on the team. Matt Sims? Yeah. <gasps> he went to Poe. Yes? Yeah. I know his other brother did. They both did. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, tune in Friday for another episode of Too Many Men. Yeah. Trade edition. 
NBA deadline tomorrow, so watch it. We'll be talking about it on Friday. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, SoundCloud, yep. iTunes, yep. Google Podcasts. Yep. Now on your Amazon Alexa. And oh, yeah. In. And uh, Tony Romo was a snub for the Super Bowl MVP because how he performed so well in his first Super Bowl. I think yeah, so. In the booth, that was amazing. And then uh, we'll see Tony Romo again in the Super Bowl Although in three everything years. everything he said did not. Yeah, I... Like, every time he spoke, he said something wrong. Thank God we don't have to see him for another three years in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, it, it's going to remind you a little bit of his playing days. So, we'll see you Friday, and uh, take care till then.